You feel like God hates on you. Life hates on you, whether you want to blame it on God or life or whatever the fuck. But do you ever feel like you are always fucking hated on somehow, some way? Like, anything that can help you never seems to come through. Like, anything that seems like it could be a a possibility for something to work out for you, to work out to your benefit, it never fucking comes through. It's always some reason why it cannot work out. I mean, more often than not. You know, I know everything doesn't always work out for everybody. I get that. But does it happen to you more times than fucking not? Well, if you are, if you feel like that, then you're not fucking alone. And I'm wondering, like, what is it about some people that some things just work out? And for some people, we can't get shit to work out to save our motherfucking life. And then they wonder why the fuck you look at things in such a fucking negative ass fucking aspect. Because it seems like nothing but negativity comes your fucking way. And then you try things, different things, and that don't work out. It's weird. Do you ever feel like sometimes your life is fucking cursed? Like, you just be wondering, like, why the fuck is it that I cannot fucking get a piece of anything to help my ass out, but it seems like the stuff that you don't want, don't need to to, to, to fucking come through, things that you could do without, come to your ass like motherfucking uh, bat out of fucking hell. Coming at you left and motherfucking right. Does that feel like, sound like something that you go through in your fucking life? And I'm not talking about just a bad fucking day or bad fucking time. I'm talking about if your life majority seems like this is what happens. That's what I'm talking about. It's frustrating. It's super fucking frustrating. And it makes you want to fucking scream. It makes you want to fucking holler. It makes you look at life a lot different than what you would normally look at it as. If you are a person who just, you know, had ups and downs in life. If your life is filled with more downs than fucking ups, then this podcast is for you. This is not a woe is me fucking scene. This is not a violin goddamn play. It's just speaking on reality and what the fuck happens. Some people have that kind of fucking luck in life. Where you can't get a break to save your motherfucking life. And it's irritating and as frustrating as it is, it's something that we have no choice but to fucking deal with. And whether you blame God or whether you blame life or whatever the fuck it is that you blame, the question is, why the fuck is it like that? It's not something that you're doing to, to that you that you're asking for. It's not something that you're asking for. It's not something that you even causing. It's just something that you have to deal with that you rather fucking not have to deal with so much of. That's the thing that bothers me the most. You have to deal with so much of it. People say take the good with the bad and the downs with the ups. But what if your life consists of more downs and bads than motherfucking anything else? And it goes on for a long period of fucking time. Longer than you can fucking handle. And then you're still expected to look at things from a positive aspect and look at things in a better aspect and don't be so negative and you wonder why things... Sometimes people's negativity comes from the fucking pattern and the way things shit happens in their motherfucking life. And it's frustrating. It's hella frustrating. I was just sitting here. Here's one just one example. I was just sitting here watching TV. And um they had this um this 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 commercial that came on. A commercial that that about um ADHD and autism. My kid's not autistic, but I think one of my kids, my youngest, is probably ADHD. And it was saying it was probably from a um 
um, from the Gerber food, from food, baby food that they were eating. And then the commercial dis- distinctly says, doesn't matter how old they are, if you fed your child this type of food as a child and they had ADHD, problems in school, then call this phone number. So I called the phone number. I give them the information about me and my child. They told me that I was disqualified because it had to be between 2007 and on. And my child was born in 2004. But the commercial clearly stated it doesn't matter how old your child is. So I missed it by three fucking years. But it just goes to show but it, it, anything that could possibly fucking help me. But now the most people, they may look at that shit and, shit and say, well, you know, no big deal. Just sometimes it just work out. But when shit like this happens to you on a regular you take it a little bit different than just, oh, well, it didn't fucking work out. And you can't talk to nobody about it because they look at that as just one thing that just, you know, quit tripping. Why? Why? It's a big deal. Move on from it. But when your life is repetitively faced with these type of things, anything that can look like it can help. Maybe this can help me. Maybe that can help me. And every fucking time you try it, it's like, oh, nope, sorry, it doesn't work out. Nope, sorry, it doesn't work out. Sorry about that. Unfortunately. You don't know how that shit feels unless you always had that shit happen to you. But I tell you what, some shit that you don't want, some shit that you don't need, some shit that you can really fucking do without, here it comes left and it's like running motherfucking water. Running motherfucking water. You notice that type shit. It has an effect on you. It fucks with you. But you damn sure can't get nobody who don't have this kind of problem to understand it. So I make podcasts about it. I stop trying to talk. My podcasts are such an open portal for me. It finally is a place that I can um, express myself openly. And I don't care about the judgment. I'm just able to talk about what's been on my mind for so long. And I'm able to express how I feel about it. Without the worry of backlash and judgment. It really fucking is. And it's amazing. Whoever had came up with podcasting, my hat goes off to you. Thank you so fucking much because we need shit like this. It's almost as good as a fucking uh, a group therapy. Or therapy, period. Because it allows you to express yourself and express your inner feelings about things. And how you feel about certain things without the fear of fucking judgment. If you can relate to what I'm saying, my heart goes out to you and cool. If you are unable to relate to what I'm saying, that is also cool. But be grateful. I wish I couldn't relate to what the fuck I was saying. But unfortunately, this is my life. This is the way that my life goes and this is what I'm forced to deal with. And it makes me have a very, very negative outlook on God because I'm like, you the motherfucker that's controlling this shit. How am I supposed to feel good about God and everything that he fucking does when he don't do too much of good shit for me at fucking all? Then they say, well, I've been told, well, you can't curse God and expect people, expect him to bless your life. It's people out here that don't give a fuck about God. It's people out here who are devil worshippers, who are antichrist. And some of them, some of them are doing motherfucking great. So all that bullshit that they want me to buy, that these Christians want me to buy about, oh, you can't talk about God in that way and expect him to still bless your fucking, uh, your life. He wasn't blessing my life before I started talking shit. 
That's why I always say when, I, when somebody tells me that, I'm like, what comes first, the chicken or the fucking egg? And they always look at me like I'm fucking crazy, but I'm not crazy. If you pay attention to what the fuck I'm saying, what I'm saying is before I started, before I started feeling negative about God, I was okay with him. And then things happened that caused me to change my outlook on God. I didn't just wake up first day out and just has, and be on some, some old fuck God shit. No, the things that have happened in my life has caused me to look at God this way. There was a point in time where I had no problem with God. Until he started dragging my life through the motherfucking dirt in spite of my efforts to try to make shit right, to try to keep shit going, to try to keep shit cool. When I started noticing that God is not as fucking good to me as I, as, as motherfuckers want me to believe he is, yeah, I changed my outlook on God. I really fucking did. But people like to make it seem like, oh, you know, things can go better if you just look at God differently. Why am I looking at him the way I'm looking at him in the first motherfucking place? Think about it. Sometimes there are people out here in this world that God really doesn't give a fuck about. But when you're talking to somebody who don't have that problem, let me tell you, give you just a heads up. Don't do it. Don't do it. Because somebody who doesn't have that problem... Of feeling like God has been dragging your ass through the dirt. Like God don't really give a fuck about you. You cannot talk to somebody who doesn't have that fucking problem. And expect them to understand. Because they will not. They cannot. They are unable to. And unwilling to. Because a Christian. Especially Christian. They think if God's good to me. He's good to you too. My God is a good God. My response to that. Is that depends on who the fuck you ask him. It really fucking does. That really depends on who the fuck you're asking. You, Here's another way of looking at it. You go out into the public and you ask people's thoughts on Donald Trump. Some people will tell you how much they love him and some people will tell you differently. Why? Because of the way that they see him. Because of the way that they feel about him. Because they have reasons. People who support Donald Trump have reasons why they support Donald Trump. People who look at Donald Trump in a positive way have reasons to look at him in a positive way, as in people who do not like or support Donald Trump have their reasons why they do not look at him the same fucking way. And who's right who's wrong? Nobody's right and nobody's wrong. People just have their fucking reasons why they look at things the way that they look at things according to how it affects their personal fucking life. That's as simple as that. Christians just have this thing where they're big-ass babies because they figure, if I love God, then you should love God too. No. And if you don't love God, then I'm going to have an attitude with you. Well, fuck your attitude. I got an attitude with God because I have done nothing. I have done absolutely fucking nothing to make him treat me the way that he's treated me to allow him. And then it's always your fucking fault. It's always your fucking fault because you're not doing something right. But if nobody's perfect, then where is this expectation of perfection coming from? Maybe you have the right outlook on life, but maybe your intentions are fucking fucked up. But you still get blessed. Maybe somebody else has the right outlook on life or bad or good intentions on life and the wrong outlook. Who's to say what qualifies for you to be blessed and what qualifies disqualifies you from being fucking blessed? If nobody's perfect... Then where, why is it so hard to be blessed? Christians think they always got the fucking answer. Well, that's because you don't fucking know. 
Because a lot of these Christians running around here talking about looking at everybody else and why they fucking ain't life ain't blessed the way they are. You just got fucking lucky. You really fucking did. Because your life ain't fucking perfect. You may go to church every Sunday, but you may be an asshole. You may go to church every Sunday and tell the Bible 24-7, know every motherfucking verse in the Bible front the motherfucking back. From Genesis to goddamn fucking uh, uh, um, whatever the last fucking one is. But you may have your heart in the wrong fucking place. You may be biased. You may be racist. How are you still qualified to be blessed with your shortcomings? Everybody's got shortcomings. So what shortcomings classify God, classify you as being able to be blessed by God as opposed to somebody else's shortcomings? Your shortcomings may not be mine and might not be yours, but what makes you able to be blessed? And if we put in the same fucking effort, why can you get over on yours and why am I still struggling with mine? And you think you got the fucking answer to it. Nobody on this fucking planet is perfect. Nobody. But for Christians, they think that the only time that they can call, that you they, that their sins or their shortcomings can be called is if they call it out. If somebody else calls it out, oh no, it's not just, no, 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 no. They, they want to get attitude to start arguing and shit. They want to talk over your ass. They don't want to hear shit you got to say. But if it's the truth. It's the motherfucking truth. If we're not, if none of us are perfect, then wh- who who's qualified to be blessed? Who deserves to be blessed? Whose life deserves to be smooth and whose life does not deserve to be smooth? Who deserves to get over and who deserves to continuously fail in spite of your actions? Everybody acts like they got the fucking answer to that question and they don't. If you're in a place in your life where shit's going okay for you, be glad. Just be fucking glad. It don't give you the right to judge somebody else's life. You need to change your mindset. You need to change the way you look at things. Maybe you should change the way that you look at things, but you don't have no reason to. Why? Because your life is in a cool-ass place. And that's fine. But that don't mean you got the answer to my motherfucking life. That don't mean you got the answer to why my life is in the, in the place that it is. In some cases, maybe we might be a little close, but in some cases, you're not as fucking close as you think you fucking are. But a lot of these Christians, a lot of times, especially ones whose lives is in a fucking smooth-ass fucking place, you can't tell them they ain't got the motherfucking answer. And I'm here to tell you that you fucking don't. You fucking don't. There are people in this world that God don't give a fuck about. Oh, he loves everybody. That's a lie. There are people out here in this world who are treated a certain way Unfucking fairly. There's people out here who are being treated very well who don't deserve to be treated so motherfucking well. It goes both fucking ways. It really fucking does. But when you are living a life where you're trying your best, you're trying your hardest. I've been trying to get a remote job and I'm highly qualified for it. But it seems like the only jobs that are, or even a job just to, just this close to where I live at, that's a full-time job, but some of the only jobs that God allows to come my way, he has, I get calls for jobs all the fucking time, let me tell you, I get call because I send my resume out, hundreds of them a day, you know, they got that one click, you know, you post your resume, and then you click the job that you want to apply for, and they make jobs, they make apply for jobs real fucking easy, and I get calls back. Most of them are for remote positions, but for some reason, nobody for a remote position calls me back. 
I get jobs that are way, way, way fucking out there. And let me tell you something. When you ain't got no fucking money and you looking for a fucking job and you get a fucking interview an hour fucking away and you ain't got no gas as it is or no fucking money and you get two, three interview opportunities, just the opportunity and you drive your ass all the fucking way out there and you don't get the fucking job. People act like that's an easy fucking thing to deal with. It's a waste of fucking time. So I've been looking for a remote fucking job. So bro, I could work from fucking home. I'm totally qualified for it. But it seems like the more I want it, the less God fucking is willing to give it to me. The less I'm apt to get it. Because and why? Why? It's not I mean, am I not am I not is it not okay for me to get a fucking job that I would be fucking happy with? Or is it just the jobs that I really would rather fucking not deal with? Because it's so goddamn far out. And there's nothing worse than going all the way out there and ending up not getting a motherfucking job. Or you get a job that's way out there and you know you don't get paid right the fuck away. And you struggling just to be able to get the fucking work. That's how I lost my last fucking job. I had no fucking... It was all the way out in fucking Tracy. Damn near an hour away. And I was struggling to get the fucking work. And one night I had no gas, no money, and no resources. And I lost my fucking job. I lost my fucking job. Not because I wasn't doing my job, but because and it was an, actually a job that I actually fucking like. It was driving forklifts. I could do that. I was applying for forklift jobs or remote jobs. And it seemed like every job, that I, I don't know how you apply for a job, a direct job, and then they call you back about something else, which is okay, but it's so far out there. It's like, it's like a setup for fucking failure. And I just be like, God, like, what the fuck? Or you get a remote job or you, you see a remote job and you go apply for it and it's some kind of scam. And then the jobs that do call you back, ain't got shit to do with remote, ain't got shit to do with no forklift. It's just some old weird shit that's way fucking out there. And I'd be asking like, so God, is it that fucking bad for me to just be able to fucking just have a job that I enjoy, that I can get to, that's not in the fucking boondocks? And the obvious answer is, fuck no, you can't have a job like, like that. Because if I could, I'd have had it, right? That don't mean I'm going to stop fucking trying to get one. I'm still filling out applications. Still filling out remote applications. Still updating my fucking resume. Changing my resume to accommodate this job. Changing it to accommodate that job. But that shit is trying. And after a fucking while, you start to feel hopeless. You start to feel hopeless. Because everything starts to lose its fucking fire. You start to lose your hope. Like, goddamn, then the holidays is coming up. The holidays have been fucked up for the past, I don't know how long for me and my fucking family. Thanks to certain thanks to a certain motherfucker. Getting knocked off your feet and trying to get back on your feet. People act like that's an easy fucking thing. Then they, then they say, oh, it's easier, not easier, it's easier said than done. Yeah, but that's easier said than done too. Because they don't realize that it being easier said than done, it takes a toll on your ass after a while. It really fucking does. And I just be like, God, you see this shit going on. You see how hard motherfuckers is trying. Not just me. It's plenty of motherfuckers out there. You see how hard motherfuckers is trying. You think everybody out there that's homeless is just giving up and decided, oh, fuck, I don't feel like doing shit. I'm going to just sit on the, I'm going to just live on the streets. No. It's nothing worse than being defeated after trying so motherfucking hard. You start to feel like you losing your fucking mind just trying to keep it together. 
after a while, you just start, to, and then you start to look at God like, you motherfucker, you ain't, you really not going to help a nigga. You really ain't going to help me out. And why? And then you see some people out here, especially when you see motherfuckers who you know, some, some of them may be snakes, some of them just may be heartless, and they doing damn good. They real comfortable. It makes you look at God, life, a whole bunch of shit really fucking differently. It makes you look at things from a very crooked side eye. It really does. And you don't want to hear nobody's mouth about, oh, well, this is the reason why, this is the reason why, because what, how, how many boxes in your fucking perfect ass checklist are you checking off? Mr. and Mrs. fucking perfect? Oh, I never said I was perfect. Well, stop acting like it. Or you say that I'm not perfect. Nobody is fucking perfect. So how do you choose who gets over and who don't? Nobody knows, except for the people who are dealing with it, the feeling of defeat from just trying to get by. You know what I talked about before, that light at the end of the tunnel? Ain't nothing worse than you thinking you see that light at the end of the tunnel and you find out that bitch is a train. And it takes your ass out. You don't take you out completely. It takes you down, though. It takes your ass the fuck down. And then they act like when you get up, you just get up with the same ambition and tenacity as you had before you got knocked down the first 30, 40 fucking times. Every time you get knocked down, it takes something away from you. It takes something out of you. It hurts. But you keep going. You got to keep going. You ain't got no fucking choice but to keep going. Ain't nobody talking about, oh, you know, I feel sorry for me, woe with me. Ain't nobody asking for that shit. But let's look at the situation for what the fuck it is for once. For fucking once. People will always rather think that you're trying to say, woe is me, or play the world's smallest violin before they actually give any fucking um, uh, acknowledgement to the fucking fact that sometimes shit is just that fucking hard. Or it's just that fucking fucked up. It's nothing worse than trying, 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 and you keep fucking failing. You're like, can a bitch get a break? Can I get a motherfucking something? something? And then here comes the little light that you think you see at the end of the tunnel. Oh, shit. Maybe it is possible that things are going to work out. And that light get a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter and a little bit brighter. And you're like, oh, my God, I think I see. I do see it. I see that light. And you get closer to that bitch and closer and closer. So you think, and you start hearing some motherfucking train. And you can't get out the way. It smacked the shit out your ass. You go down and you get your ass back up. Wounded to the motherfucker. Wounded. But you got to keep fucking going. So that next time you see a light, and you're like, that motherfucker probably a goddamn train. They tell you, oh, you stop thinking so negative. See, that's your problem. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. I got reason to be apprehensive about that motherfucking light. Because if that bitch goes out, it goes out. And if it don't go out and it turns out to be a train, ain't nobody feeling that shit but me. Sometimes you just want things to work out, especially when you're working hard for it to work out. Especially when you're fighting for it to work out. You need it to work out. You need it to work out. 
when every fucking part of your life feel like it's falling the fuck apart, it ain't an easy or good feeling at all. It's not. People look at your problems from a very strange view. It's called a disconnection of association, which is understandable because we don't expect nobody to take on our fucking problems. But you don't get to judge it either. You don't get to take my issues and make out what you want to make out of it because you don't fucking know. You ain't walking in my motherfucking shoes. You may see the pain on my face, but you don't get to analyze it because you don't know what the background of it is. And so we hide ourselves a lot of times. We try to keep keep a straight face, poker face, and keep it all cool. And then we go behind closed doors and we fall the fuck apart. Why? Because you can't fall apart in front of nobody no more. You can't show emotion no more. Why? Because people will eat your fucking ass up. Even people who say, I'm here for you. You can talk to me. I'm always here. Yeah. They're here. Ready to take whatever the fuck you tell them or whatever the fuck they can take and mold that shit into whatever the fuck they want to make it into. That's what the fuck they're ready to fucking do. They're ready to take your fucking heavy and make it light as fuck and make you seem like you're something that you're fucking not. We as humans, we we take a lot. We we can withstand a lot, but after some far, after so many times getting knocked the fuck down and knocked the fuck out and and failing and knocked on your ass and things falling the fuck apart, it takes a toll on you, man. It takes a toll, and sometimes we get knocked down. Sometimes you get knocked so fucking far down, you forget which way is motherfucking up. Tell me, I'm fucking lying. And then if you admit that, oh, it's no, you quit, put the violin down, stop feeling sorry for yourself, fuck you. I ain't got time to be feeling sorry for yourself, but I'm speaking what's fucking real. I'm speaking what's fucking real, folks. Life is hard. And if God is a motherfucker, it's in, in, you know, it's funny. Something good happened. What's the first thing to say? Oh, God is good. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. But when fucked up shit happens, oh, you can't blame God. Why the fuck not? Think about a movie writer. The person who writes the movie out, they write out how it all plays out. Just like God does with our lives, right? According to the fucking preachers. He knows before we get here, we, when we get here, what we're going to do while we're here. He knows our exit date. He knows every fucking, he knows all. But yet still they say, well, people make their own decisions. He knew what decisions we was going to make before we were even faced to fucking make them. He knew the direction our lives were going to go in before we had any fucking clue about our motherfucking lives. And some people's lives are written out in a really fucked up ass way. It's like getting a part in a movie and you play the most fucked up part in the fucking movie. The movie fucking maker knew exactly what the fuck was going to happen. You're just playing the part. That's why I don't buy all that bullshit about, oh God, you can't blame God for, yes, the fuck you can. They always want to give God the fucking credit for the good shit that happened all motherfucking day. Falling out in fucking church all over the motherfucking place. You got motherfucking... Deaconesses and shit fanning your fucking ass and you done fell the fuck out. Nigga, get the fuck out of here with that shit. <coughs> God gets the praises and the, and the hallelujahs for the good shit that happened and here comes the defense team when shit goes fucked up. Oh, you can't blame God. No, it's not God's fault. The fuck it's not. Shit happens. 
shit. God didn't even fuck. If God, you know what? God had a choice. He could have killed the devil or his son. He killed his fucking son to pay for our sins, but you left the motherfucker that supposedly causes the goddamn sins. Why the fuck, if you was going to kill somebody, even though you brought his ass back, which is something, another thing that we don't have is people, because when we die, that's it, right? So you kill your son for the sins of the fucking world, but you leave the motherfucker who causes the sins, supposedly? If you had a choice to kill a motherfucker, why would you kill your fucking son? Kill the fucking sinner. Kill the goddamn... But we were born into sin, though, right? So we were born fucked in the game. Interesting. Inter- so you killed Jesus to pay for the sins of the world, the sins that we're automatically born into, and you left the motherfucker, Satan, Lucifer, who causes this shit to happen, supposedly, and we're supposed to be hallelujah, praise the Lord. Are you fucking serious? Think about it. Think about it. I'm not here to try to change nobody's fucking outlook. I'm not here to try to turn people against God because that is not my intention. I'm just bringing light to the darker side of life. I'm bringing awareness to the shit people think about but never fucking talk about or are too scared to talk about. That's what I'm doing. You do what the fuck you want to do with it. But it don't change what is. I want to thank you again, if you've made it to the end of this podcast, for listening to my mouth and <laughs> listening to what I'm saying. I want to encourage you to please spread the word, share the link, tell your folks about Misunderstood, a.k.a. Miss Nobody's Podcast. I'm just trying to get my name out there. I'm trying to get, I'm trying to bring awareness out there. I'm trying to bring light to the darker side of life. I'm trying to bring awareness to the stuff that we as people, a lot of time, think about, deal with internally, but we don't speak about because of whatever fucking reason. I don't get paid for this. I'm not looking to get paid for this. I just enjoy being able to express myself freely. I think I'm up to about 140 podcast shows right now. Please feel free to click on any of them. Please feel free to share them with your friends and family. To the people who have downloaded my podcast, I think I'm up to almost 1,300 downloads right now. I appreciate the love. Thank you so much. I only got six followers, but I'm not really worried about the followers because I just want people to just listen. And a lot of times, listen with your heart. Hear it with your ears, but listen with your heart. Choose love. Choose kindness. Seriously. You never know what type of day somebody's fucking having. And wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't it be nice? Wouldn't you rather, or hopefully you would rather, be this little ray of sunshine in somebody's rainy day than to know that somebody's having a fucking bad day and make it fucking worse? Trust me, it works. It works. You never know. A simple smile, a hug, a kind word could change the dynamics of somebody's fucked up day in a major fucking way. You just never know. Real shit. Real shit. But I want to thank you for listening. And please pass the word on. Share the link. Tell your folks, your family about it. Play it out loud if you want to. I don't care how it happens. But just spread the word. Misunderstood, a.k.a. Miss Nobody. I'm out.